Welcome to an odd edition of Sounding Board. Uh, this is completely ad hoc, uh, recorded on my iPhone. Uh, I'm just round my brother's... Other smartphones are available. Having, having a scotch, and uh, Nick wanted to tell me about this new idea he's had, so we're just recording this now. So Nick, tell us more. Yep, um, I've not briefed you on anything of this at all, um, but I was just thinking, this is, this is politics, this is Brexit. I know we haven't specifically recorded B-word. anything about the B word for a while. Um, and we haven't really talked about it much, actually. We've just been kind of letting things go on ever since, certainly, the uh, leadership election of the Conservative Party. Well, it's kind of been off. put on hold, isn't it, until we know who's in charge. It, exactly, even though the clock is, is ticking, <laughs> a phrase people like to use. Um, <clears throat> so, the whole thing about proroguing Parliament. Yes. Okay? And so, this, this, this term. Um, I mean, when did you first hear that, the term? Well, recently, I didn't. I didn't realize. Is it very it's, recent? Yeah, yeah. When when the first it was it was mentioned. Although having looked into it, it's been done in the past. Well, so I want to I want to come to a couple of bits like that. Um, the first time I heard about it um, was um, Jacob Rees Mogg on the Mogcast a good six to nine months ago. This was well. I, I would have listened to that because well, I you would have done. You would have done, and and. Potentially, he didn't. No, he must use the term because I remember the term. But it was talking about what are the things you can do to get around this daft, the, the legislative nonsense that the Dominic Greaves and the um, all of the others trying to put put the brakes on or trying to strap amendments to things and all that kind well, of stuff. Yeah, so it's not it's not putting brakes on it's, it's it's amendments and changing the law. Apparently, so if you prorogue Parliament, you can't really get anything done, but you can keep in place existing laws. So and the existing law that we will leave on yes. the 31st under no deal... That, that is law. Exactly. That, it's, it's, that it's, is it's law. It's not law. half done. No, that's no. law. Um, but it's a, it's a reset. Uh, so anything that's half done just gets yes. completely canned. Um, uh, again, for those people who don't actually know what this is, it is just ending the parliamentary session. Yeah. Uh, Proroguing parliament happens basically all the time. Um, albeit we're currently in the longest parliamentary session since the Civil War. Blimey. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know so that. So proroguing happens normally a lot more than it has happened. Um, but this was, again, some kind of let's just try and get all this stuff done Brexit-wise. But again, coming back to when I first heard about it, it was Jacob Rees-Mogg saying, yeah, these are the kinds of the things you could do to end this this stupid you know um, bouncing around of of legislation and the uh, uh, the the kind of stuff that the speaker John Burko had decided oh well I'll let that on here and that means that then all these other stuff can happen and it would just kind of reset all of that and he he knows his parliamentary he knows process his parliamentary process out. absolutely but obviously what he was saying at that point was about the kinds of things that Theresa May could do as um, as prime minister assuming actually wanted to leave on the 29th of March. And so this is, yeah, this is months and months and months ago. Obviously wasn't, wasn't going to happen. She, she, it, I, I don't know whether anyone else has used this phrase, but, you know, she bluffed, they called. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically what happened. She, she bluffed 100 times at the dispatch box. 108. 108 times, thank you for the correction. Um, they called, she bluffed, they called. I mean, it's, 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 it's a strategy. Yeah, I mean, that's what... Often why people do bluff, they, they're not intending to go through with it. Um, but the latest thing is whether or not either of the two candidates for Prime Minister, um, Boris Johnson, Jeremy Hunt, which, you know, it's obviously going to be Boris Johnson. Are they going to, oh, well, yeah, will it be one of the tools in their armoury 
to get Brexit done. And, and you've got Jeremy Hunt saying, no, 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 no. And you've got Boris Johnson going, yeah, I'm not ruling anything. Not that I say specifically going to use it, I'm not ruling it anything. Um, the, the first person who really, really came out for it, I think, was Dominic Raab. So yes, I'm going to do absolutely. it. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> like that's, this is how we're going to leave. I'm going to do it like this. Um, and so it became a, a concept people had to be familiar with. Because, and, and although although I don't vote, um, I, I was a bit gutted that he got knocked out so early because I was yeah. kind of, I was hoping that the end two would be two proper Brexit candidates. Yes, two leavers. Um, so that Boris would have to kind of out Brexit rather a little bit. Yeah, um, that and that would have been ideal, wouldn't it? And, and Rob isn't my. I mean, he's, he's, he's by no means my favourite Brexit candidate anyway. But he, he at least was saying the right. He things. was sound on that. Yeah, it, exactly. Um, so the the term pro road parliament is you know is kind of out there now, and it's seen. Uh, what an interesting word! Even the fact that it's got rogue in there, but it's A seen. Pro. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, pro rogue, and it's it, but it's seen at the moment as kind of this wicked evil Brexiteer thing when it happens uh, all the time when it is you know, just used to end but it, but it, it, it's also, it's all, it also it has happened so John Major has come out against it hasn't he is, <laughs> so, this, is this where so, you're coming from it, well, that, it, I certainly wanted to talk about this so you say it when I said so John Major has come out against proroguing Parliament uh, in, a, in a big way in the last couple of days well he said he would take Boris Johnson personally to court yes yeah of course yeah. he did it but he did it himself for Utterly nefarious reasons as well. It was, it was, wasn't it? I can't remember the exact details. It was, it was cash for questions, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was cash for questions. It was no, so bear like in that. mind, this was this was proroguing Parliament because um, there was going to be a general election. This was 1997. This was yeah, yeah. this was the you know the run up to that campaign, and so end the parliamentary session. But he did it early, so there was a longer period of time, and um, basically Parliament. That's it. Parliament shut down. They were going to. Have to release a report, I believe, on the cash for questions scandal, and um, you know what well, other scandals? Who got, it doesn't even matter which scandal it was. It was a fairly scandal-ridden Parliament that that one, um, and it meant that um, select committees couldn't sit. All, all of this stuff, just the, the the machinery of Parliament, just completely shuts down. Um, and yeah, and he was like, "Well, I'll do it now because that's politically better for me for the election." And so, yeah, it's a bit rich, isn't it, <laughs> to say, oh, this is outrageous and you should, you know, like, that anyone should consider using it for political means and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm sure that's not the only time it's been used for political means either, because if you've got the ability to, to do it yourself, to, to, if, if, you're, you know, if you're running the government, if you're the prime minister, if you've got the ability to start and stop the session, of course you're going to make the timing right for you. And so, <laughs> the timing, okay? Now... There's all sorts of things to do with the timing of the leadership election that I find quite interesting. Um, one is, and I think I've got this right, in that basically, unless there is a vote of no confidence held, like the day after Boris Johnson is sworn in as Prime Minister, then there isn't an opportunity to do it again before the 31st of October in such a way that Brexit doesn't just happen while a general election's happening. <laughs> okay? Really? So they have one day? I think it's basically one day. So if they miss that opportunity, then they can bring down the government, they can trigger a general election... But not before But time. Brexit would happen. Okay? And now that would obviously change the outcome, I think, potentially massively. And that... I mean, I'm, 
Part of me wants that to happen because that would just be so interesting. Well, I think Start I- off with a campaign where the Brexit party is saying this, that and the other way. But then, barring nothing else happening, just law just happens. And don't, don't forget, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, a general election is one of the things that puts Article 50 on hold. I, I Automatically, think, I think. I don't know the answer to that one, actually. I'll have, I'll have to check. But I think, I think that's one of the criteria that you could... That you well, could, I don't, think, it, I don't ma- think it's necessarily automatic, but I think it's one of the reasons that they will, they will give an extension for, maybe. But anyway, re- regardless of whether it's automatic or not, um, the point is it is in law. Um, and so it doesn't... It, I don't think... It, because, because we've put it in law... That's not the same as the Article 50 process itself. We've put it in law. We're leaving on that date. Um, and the default is without a deal as well. That's, that's uh, the thing as well. That, that's leaving. Well, as far as you and I are <laughs> concerned, that's, that's leaving. Um, and, um, and so coming down to the timing and coming down to the, uh, the, the politics of it, you know, people saying, how could Boris Johnson do this? He shouldn't do this. I know how. As a Remainer, I know how it would, it would work. If, you, if I was a Remainer, if I was Theresa May, if I was one of these people, okay? So, you know, listen to this podcast, here's a tip. You're in the parliamentary session now. Prorogue Parliament now. If you're a Remainer. Theresa May, Theresa May, if she wants to stop Boris Johnson from using it as a tool it, at the end of October, in the parliamentary session now. Okay, let's 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 just talk this through. If you end it now, do we still not leave on October the thirty first? End it now, start a new one. I'm not saying end it now and Parliament doesn't sit until the thirty first of October. That is exactly what the people are saying is bad. They we have Parliaments need to sit, we need to scrutinise, we need to pass law, we need to do this, etc. 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 So what's the benefit of ending it now for her? What does she if she if she ends it? It's the longest period um, since the Civil War. I you know, the, my, my withdrawal bill is dead. It's time to end it, time for a new Queen's speech, um, and uh, I'll, you know, I'll put some burning injustices in there, and some other kind of stuff. Did, did you hear the quango she founded this week? Oh, the one that was... So that was so if you look at her speech initially when she came in, she said, I'm going to do it's this, this, and this. the Office for Tackling Injustice. But that's what, that was like part of her, her, her maiden... Burning her, Injustices, her, all yeah, this kind of her stuff. speech, yeah. wasn't it, when she but came in? Seriously? Time, the Office for Tackling Injustice. I mean, that's the quango to end all quangos, isn't it? Um, that, I, I find that crazy. But yeah, so she is parliamentary session how, for a couple of weeks. How long does it take before you can start a new one? Oh, it's just... Uh, I, normally, I think this, um, this takes you know, a week or so. It's not, it's not, it doesn't take any amount of time. So you can just start it again. What does she gain by ending the parliamentary session? That Boris Johnson looks stupid ending the parliamentary session in order to get Brexit through. So if May ends it now, it's, then it's the start of a new session. It's the start of a new session, but it's still law that we leave on October the thirty-first. Yep. Presumably Boris can just prorogue it again. Yes, but doesn't that look bad? I'm talking politics here. I'm, I'm not talking about possible. I'm talking politics. If you end, if you end the Parliament, if if he ends, uh, if he prorogues Parliament, he will be doing it to get Brexit through, but he's also got lots of other legitimate reasons to say we need to prorogue Parliament anyway. Because I'm the Prime Minister now, and I need to do a new Queen's speech, and it's my agenda, and we've had the longest parliamentary session since the Civil War, and we need to reset, like most Prime Ministers would do. Okay? And again, I haven't looked into the specifics of it, but new Queen's speech, new legislative agenda. I'm the Prime Minister now. 
I've got a new cabinet. I've got all this kind of stuff. Now he's still kind of got some of that. I, he's got he's in got his back part, pocket. He's, he's got part of that in his back pocket, and I think. But it would blunt it as much as you, as much as that will make him look a little a little silly for doing it. How silly would it make Theresa May? Doesn't matter. You know, what? getting getting a new Queen speech for a week and a half or <laughs> however, however long it is. Before. But, that, but that's politics. Don't uh, you know? To say this session needs to end. This is the end of my my premise. Maybe. Maybe I won't actually. Right, then, so then maybe that's it. So you pro Parliament, but I'm not going to do a Queen's speech. I'm proroguing Parliament a week before the new Prime Minister gets um, gets you know, sworn in for want of a better term. Um, so we're just going to kick things off, arrange for you know the carriage to bring the Queen to Parliament and uh, the joint session and all that kind of stuff. So, new Prime Minister gets so to. So Boris doesn't need to. So Boris doesn't need to. In which case. How much time do they have between that happening and October the thirty-first? So, if, if that happens, and end of July is when the new prime minister. Yeah, gets yeah. It. So, so it's, it's it's soon. It's a couple of months. Um, As in, a couple of months from then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, three months: August, September, and October. So it's very, very soon. If May kicks it off now and says, "Right, okay, we're we're stopping the session," longest uses half of Boris's excuses. Yep. Which is, she would be legitimate to do so. And yeah, it's the end of my premiership. Yes, exactly, and, 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 and the other half that she has. So she prorogues Parliament, stops it, kicks it off early so that it can get going again, I guess, quicker. And if Boris yeah. doesn't kick it off or doesn't, doesn't get it going really quickly, he's seemed to be a ditherer, like you know, Gordon Brown. Yes. Right. Totally. That's, that's interesting. Totally. So, you don't need to prorogue Parliament. I've done it. Now you get Now you, get now going. you just need to write Queen's speech. Which one assumes that you've been basically working on anyway, because you want to get some stuff done. But it's not a new parliament, it's a new parliamentary session. The, the numbers in terms of who's going to vote for what are still exactly the same. I mean, that's, that's a generalisation because people can change their votes. So if, and if, if, he, if she prorogues parliament, or indeed if, if either of them do, how much time can they waste... Uh, between now and October doing that so that they don't allow any time for anything meaningful uh, for want of a better word well and so through. right now um, you're, you're Dominic Greaves and, and, and I forget all the other names it's Yvette Cooper it's Dominic Greaves it's, it's Margaret Hodge Oliver Letwin Oliver Letwin um, Nick Bowles all of these people the, uh, the all, Uber Remainers. All the Change UK and independent group. Yeah, exactly. All the independents, as they're now called. The independents, they've got an even newer name. Um, this week. The Parody Party. Um, so, yeah, they, they're trying to attach amendments to any, anything that moves. Um, I don't actually know how much of that is related to um, the, the shenanigans that Burko did over um, the Withdrawal Act bill. Um, I think it's different. Now, there is still Burko. I mean, let's be very clear. There's still Burko. But, I, and there are still, um, I don't quite understand enough about the um, opposition day motions and stuff like that. But again, my understanding is that on motions. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know whether someone could propose a bill that repeals the, um, the Article 50 bill that says we leave. And be able to get it passed without the government saying so. Um, but my understanding, again, from, from listening to the likes of Jacob Rees-Mark, is 
you control the parliamentary session. You get to you get to do what you like, and you get to delay, and you get to filibuster, and you get to do all the other things because you're the one that that holds all the cards. Well, that's that's, but, what, that's what I'm hoping he's going to do. He's going to delay filibuster as long as possible, yeah. and just leave. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm I'm, well, I'm being a bit hopeful, but that's... well, I mean, look, we 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 can talk very specifically about what we hope Boris Johnson might do, um, and uh, and whether or not he really believes that a deal is possible by having the very, very real threat of a no deal. Um, I, I think that that, I think that probably is the kind of thing that the European Union would suddenly go, oh, okay, right, now we do need to last minute deal type. And, type and I, think, I think, my biggest concern about that is that it looks an awful lot like the withdrawal agreement, just with a couple of um, amendments, which I would think would be bad. But I think because of the, because of the European elections with the Brexit party, I think politically right now, Bre- you know, leaving, Brexit is is a good political move, Absolutely. and I think if if Boris Johnson, and oh, I hope he's that sound. In, well, I hope he thinks it in the way that he did when he chose to support Leave in the first place. That he's just politically enough political now to know that's the way you should go. Exactly. So if if he, I can, don't if care he can, whether he's ideologically with it or not. No, I just want to leave. Yeah. Um, but and so likewise, I was happy that he supported it because he was a you know a, yeah, if a some, competent if politician. Some, if somebody, if somebody supports it politically and goes through with it, that's fine as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I think he... I'm hoping that he's savvy enough to realise that if he comes back with a withdrawal agreement that's similar to May's or, uh, you know, he doesn't leave on October the 31st, then, you know, basically the Conservative Party probably over. Uh, yes. And, and they would struggle to get any votes at all um, in, a, and in a general election. Basically more politically savvy than Theresa May, which is not exactly difficult. It's not a very high bar. No, but then again, the Conservative Party wasted an awful lot of time not getting rid of this this terrible politician. Well, I, I can't say it's, it's happened with the Conservative Party. It's happened with the Labour Party recently as well. Um, they just haven't been able to get rid of their leaders. Well, no, they, have, they haven't shown any interest in it, which is even more astounding. No, absolutely. But that's that's my theory. Like, you know, really I, I, interesting. I do like to play. Well, what would I do if I was the other side? And I think, I, I, I like thinking about it from a, just purely a political standpoint, not specifically, oh, well, I'd attach this amendment here in order to, you know, stop, stop that. But thinking about it in terms of perception, thinking what it would look like to the public. And I think that's a classic example of one where you kind of win the media war a bit, or you would certainly blunt. And you'd take the wind out of Boris Johnson's sails, wouldn't you? It, exactly. And you'd be able to spin it as, what, 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 what are you doing? You're only doing this to get no deal through. You're doing this Dominic Raab style, whereas otherwise you can bluff and bluster your way through doing it because, well, I need to start the session anyway, I need to do it. They would still have that ammunition to throw at him, but he'd have other ammunition back. This takes that away. Interesting. Okay, so that was a bit off the cuff, but thank you for listening to Sounding Board. You can go to soundingboard.com and download or listen to our other uh, podcasts or go to iTunes or Podbean or Player FM or Stitcher or your favourite podcast app and listen to them all there. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.